Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sunday Service Special Edition on the Green Industry Podcast. I'm Paul Jameson. Just got back from being out on tour. Good to be back with Mr. Producer on the other side of that takeout window. Now, on Sundays, we put out a special podcast called Sunday Service. This is actually where I share from the Bible. And on Monday through Friday, we put out podcast episodes about best practices in lawn care and landscaping, how to take our businesses to the next level. And as we've created this show over the last few years, we've gotten a lot of feedback that uh, people enjoy when I share about my relationship with God. So we decided on Sundays, we would do a Bible teaching and I will share what's going on spiritually in my life. So without further ado, enjoy today's Sunday service. All right. Shout out to Mr. Producer for the fresh new music. Oh, we love you, Marty. And it's good to be back and uh, see your smiling face, man. I had a lot of fun out on the road and uh, it is good to be back, though. I will say that. All right. Today, guys, this is a pretty heavy uh, teaching from Jesus. So I'm going to read it. We'll pray and then I'll unpack to the best of my ability uh, just this deep, deep, deep teaching that Jesus brought here. Matthew 12, verse 43 When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. When he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. They enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first so shall it be with this wicked generation. God, we come before you today and ask in prayer that you would open our eyes, that we might understand what Jesus was teaching here, God. Give us wisdom that we might walk in a way that's honoring to you, that's pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so Jesus gives us some insight into what's going on in the spiritual realm here as he talks about an unclean spirit leaving and then returning. And he says something interesting. He says that the unclean spirit talked about returning to a house, which is very interesting. So our bodies create what we would call a house. All right. This is very complicated, but it's in the Bible and I'm trying to wrap my mind around it, but we understand a house or an apartment. It's got different rooms. It's got the kitchen. It's got the bathroom. It's got the family room. You've probably been in a large house before. I was in a house uh, that had an elevator in it. Crazy big old house. Movie theater, elevator. Now, not every house has a, a pool table room and a ping pong table room and a movie theater and all of that. But most houses, even a simple one-bedroom apartment, usually has a bedroom, bathroom, little family room, little kitchen. And so... I think that's interesting here that uh, Jesus and this unclean spirit uh, refers to us as a house. 
as a born-again Christian, we're the temples of the Holy Spirit. And so I want to talk about how we can be good gatekeepers and how we can keep our soul clean and thriving in God. There's some translations that might call the unclean spirit an evil spirit or a demon. The New King James Version calls it an unclean spirit. It says it goes out of a man, and then what's the unclean spirit do? It goes through dry places, seeking rest, and it finds none. So then he says, I will return to my house from which I came, and when he comes, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. So the evil spirit, the unclean spirit, the demon, then this joker goes out and gets seven other spirits more wicked than himself. This is crazy. So here's this person, and he's tormented by an unclean spirit. The unclean spirit goes, and now the house is put in order. It's swept, and it's empty. Little does he know that the unclean spirits are coming back, except the one that left is bringing seven more with them, and they're actually more wicked than himself. And then Jesus taught that, and then they entered and dwelt there. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. So our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we don't want our soul to be that dry place because that's where the unclean spirit was looking for. And we don't want our soul to just be put in order, swept, and empty, but have the windows and the doors open for these unclean spirits to come back. I've listened to this pastor, Vlad, uh, talk about how most robberies happen when the window is open. And uh, he shared the story of how his house actually got robbed because his tenant didn't lock the window. They weren't home. The thief came in, broke in through the window, and stole his vehicle. And so our soul has windows. It has doors. We have gates. We have eyes. We have ears. Those are two of the predominant uh, gates to our soul. And so we can get deliverance. We can get the unclean spirits out. However, if we, if they leave and they're going to go look for the seven other wicked, you know, uh, in addition to themselves, when they come back, we want the defense system to be up that they don't have any legal rights to come back. That our soul is uh, satisfied in God, our soul isn't that dry place where they have legal rights to take back residence in our house, but our soul has a protection, uh, a fortitude army, if you will, protecting us that they can't get back in. And so that's why it's important that we live in a way that's pleasing to God. Because when we live right and our eye gate is purified in God and our ears are guarding what's coming into our soul and we're, we're only letting things that are honorable to God in, then the unclean spirits, they have no legal right to come back and to take up residence. They're not welcome around here. I'm bought with the blood of Jesus and I'm living in a way that's honoring to Jesus. You don't have access to me anymore. The unclean spirit ain't going to mess with me so that my last state is worse than the first. But don't be naive to the spiritual battle going on for our soul. The demons will come back with a more um, more numbers, with, with, uh, with more of the, these jokers trying to take us out. What is the goal? John 10.10 10 says, The thief came to rob, kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came 
that we might have life and life more abundantly. And so if we're going to experience the abundant life, we need to be careful how we live our life, that we don't just get the soul, the house, empty, swept, and put in order and leave it at that. But it's good to have things uh, swept and put in order, but we also then need to guard that. We need to close the windows, close the doors to sin. If there's any unforgiveness, resentment, bitterness, we need to forgive those who hurt us. If there's any sins in our life that we are willfully sinning against God, that's just opening the window wide open and giving the unclean spirits legal rights, legal access to come in and to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. And so it's vitally important how we live our life. The small decisions that we make with what we do with our eye gate, with our ear gate, it affects our soul. And I don't want my soul to be that dry place, but I want my soul to be thriving in God. I want my soul to be uh, demon-free, that there are no unclean spirits in me. There are no evil spirits. There are no demons in me, but they're all out in the name of Jesus. And my soul is anchored in God. My soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, that it is satisfied in God, that it is fully pleasing God, that it is hungering and thirsting as we talked about in the previous uh, two Sunday services, that my, my soul is hungering for God, that my soul is thirsting for God, and that my soul is um, vibrant and alive in Jesus. And when that's the case, these jokers can't come back. They, they, they're not welcome around here. They don't, they don't have any legal rights. However, if I'm living in compromise, I'm living in sin, then Jesus said the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall it be with this wicked generation. And I've seen this happen where someone will come around and they'll, they'll start getting the church, they'll start getting a measure of deliverance, doing well, and then the next thing you know, there goes that demon and he goes out and he gets his seven friends and those jokers come back and they wipe out someone's destiny. They wipe them out. And so we need to be on our guard. We need to be alert for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but there's a spiritual battle going on for our soul. And thank God that there's more angels than demons and that he can send angelic help. He can send us uh, enforcement. He can give us strength that we can win the battle in the spirit and a huge um, important component to the battle that we're going through is the decisions that we make. It's how we live our life. Are we opening those windows, giving a little crack? You give the demons an inch, they'll take a mile. And so that's why we can't even give them an inch. We can't even crack that window open. We can't even open that door. What I mean by that is our gates, our eye gate, our ear gate, influences what gets into our soul. Proverbs 4.23 says to keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. And so in conclusion, I want my soul to be full of life, full of abundant life. The thief is trying to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. I don't want any of that in my life. I've had enough. I've It ran in my family until it ran into me, okay? I want abundant life. I want for out of it spring the issues of life. I want there to be a buoyancy, a vibrancy, a vitality, just a, an explosion of life and light coming out of me. But we have a part to play in that. And that in Proverbs 4.23 says to keep your heart with all diligence. And so 
putting that in context of what Jesus is teaching here about these unclean spirits going out and these jokers getting their friends and coming to take us out, we don't want to give them any legal rights. We don't want to give them any assistance or any help. And that's why it's important that we live clean before God and that we put our faith in Jesus because his blood, my friends, oh, his blood is so good. It purifies us. It washes away our sins. It He took the penalty for all of our sins. He took the penalty on that cross. He took the punishment for our sins on the cross. And when we put our faith in Jesus, his righteousness, which is perfect, it gets credited to our account, and we're clean and we're holy in God's sight when we're in Christ. And so it's so important, my friends, that we repent of our sins continuously. It's not a one-time, oh, yeah, I prayed that prayer when I was 12 years old. No, no, no. We're walking out our salvation with fear and trembling. We're repenting daily and and living in, in that repentant lifestyle, meaning we're we're set on, God, I want to honor you with every thought, with every word, with every motive, with every intention. I want to be honoring to you and uh, that our faith is in the blood of Jesus and uh, that we are diligent to keep our heart, to guard those gates uh, with a lifestyle that is um, one of holiness and honoring to the Lord. So this is just a very, very elementary teaching. I want to um, dive deeper into the spiritual realm and the battle that's going on for our soul. But this is something that, especially as I was on my road tour, I just kept coming back to this passage where uh, Jesus taught about this unclean spirit going out and coming back. And uh, for the person in the illustration Jesus taught here, he said his last state of that man was worse than the first. And that put a healthy tremble in me. I don't want that to be my story. But I want the evil spirits, the unclean spirits, the demons to go and to never return. And they can try, but they're not going to be successful because my soul is vibrant in God and my gates are protected with a lifestyle of humility and repentance before the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, hey guys, thanks for listening to this this week's Sunday service. I appreciate you taking the time to tune on in. And uh, we'll have fresh new episodes of the Green Industry Podcast coming up this week, Monday through Friday. Cameron Duncan and uh, Blake Hawthorne and Kevin Fall River uh, will be on the show sharing their stories. And then uh, tune back in next Sunday as we continue to look into the word of the Lord and talk about how we can live a successful, abundant life. Amen.